What's going on, everyone? And hello and welcome to I Am Shatoria. Well, I am your host, the one and only Shatoria C. We are back in the place again. You know, this is a place where we talk about everything from faith, love, hope, families, relationships, you name it, we talking about it. Today, I am excited because this is our last episode for our season one, and it's the last episode for 2020. But we're not going to just leave you hanging. I'm bringing in our final guest for 2020 and season one, and I'm excited about what he's here to give you guys and what he's here to bring to the table. I um. We have a little history, but that's for uh, another day. Hi, Elva. Um, he is from, uh, well, you know, I call it Putnam County, GA. He's a Georgia boy, but the blessing is we both serve in the military together. We served together and didn't even know it. Uh, he knew before I did, so kind of a blessing. I appreciate that. But he is an artist by trade with words. We always say words are powerful, and he is here bringing in some words. So I want to introduce you guys to... Um, I call him a hometown friend, but at the same time, military has brought us together. So I, you know, mad respect for him, but they wanted only Mr. JB. How are you? Hey, Shatori. What's good, man? What's going on? I'm good. Appreciate you for having me on the show, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, tell me more about, you know, JB. What's going on with JB? Well, let me back up a little bit. Before we talk about me, let's talk about you for a second, man. All right. I'll take it. Um, you know, I appreciate you for giving me this platform uh, with, with both of us being up and coming uh, professionals and what we're trying to do with ourselves. I, I got to tilt my hat to you for, you know, the opportunity and just highlight the fact that you are doing a lot of great things, man, for the, the community, uh, you know, the, the, the military and, uh, you know, so forth and so on. So I just want to, you know, tilt my hat to you again and salute you and say I appreciate what you're doing. It's inspiring. Very much so. Absolutely. I appreciate the love, um, especially from someone from home who definitely understands. So I definitely that, pat myself on the back. Hey, go ahead. You deserve it, man. Um, but yeah, so, you know, JB, uh, first of all, the JB stands for Joshua Bailey. Um, cut All my brothers got JB in their title. I got all my dad's son's names start with a J and all the daughter's names start with a D. So it's JB and DB. Like, it's crazy. He didn't think of it. It just happened that way. Anyway. Um, as you stated earlier, you know, I'm from Putnam County, Edenton, Georgia, middle of Georgia. Simple upbringing, you know what I'm saying? Raised up in the church on Sundays, uh, Bible, study, all that. That's the Southern, it's a Southern upbringing, right? You know how I go, um, you know, left home in 2003 after I graduated high school, and I ain't looked back since, man. Here I go, right? Okay, okay. So that's that little background going on about you, you know. Mm, all right, all right. Y'all Edenton, Georgia, okay. Mm -hmm. so, you know, that's me we're gonna have a little fun with these questions and uh so the, the first one is you know you you're out here writing you're out here doing um your writing is definitely powerful and mm -hmm. definitely comes uh from a deeper standpoint compared to other things but who influenced you first of all to be the person that you are like today well i have to just really took my hat to everyone that has came to my life at some point and um and there is no single influence, you know what I'm saying? I'm one of those people where I take in life from multiple angles. And and first off, I'd like to start off with the basic influences of what most people should be, which is our parents. And so, you know, coming from a single parent household to the dad in the background, sort of around, not around, sort of around. Um, I can I can really say that I've I've taken things from both parents, um, good and bad, you know, um, but I try to 
try to look at the bad and put a little spot, positive spin on it. But parents, um, family, aunties, uncles, you know, even my grandparents, man. Some of the things that I watched my grandmama do that have influenced me. And then I can't leave out friends. Um, like I mentioned you in the beginning. The small things and seeing you doing this, your energy and all that stuff, that, that influences me. So I, I would have to say, you know, parents, family, and friends are the, the influences of my life. Absolutely, absolutely, definitely. And like I said, it's not always that one person, it's multiple people. Mm -hmm. The good, the bad, and the ugly. It pushes For you sure. some type of way. And when I say the word pushes you, um, what what pushes JB? You know, we all have that thing that kind of you know drive us on that edge, you know, you be like, oh, I'm gonna do it for you, but what mm -hmm. pushes you to, because you are a military person, but you're also a dad. And right. you're also, and I'm not saying for everyone, you you are a black man in a role where you can go left and right, but you're steady trying to stay on a straight and the straight path that's going to be your business. So what pushes you to just keep that flow going and keep that, that energy? Hey, man, you started with an awesome segue. I'm a, I'm a dad, you know what I'm saying? So, and so with that, you know, my kid is probably 90% of my drive. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing like, um, I look up to my dad. You know, I'm, I'm a lot of black guys can't say that. And so I'm one of the few that will admit it. Um, maybe some do. They're just too, too prideful or too bold to say it. But I really do look up to my dad. And so the, the feeling I get, um, knowing how it feels to have a parent to be like, no, my mom, too. I don't want to slight her by saying that. But um, there's just a different level of success um, between the two. And that's fine. But my kid, man, like to know that my dad was able to achieve a, a small level of success. Um, so I wanted to have that same type of energy to pass down to my kid. So without without a doubt, she's probably 90%. But the other 10%, Shatoria, is the, that little voice in my head, man. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I talked about this on my Facebook page um, a couple of months ago about being intrinsically motivated, right? And so I'm one of them people where, well, you know, in, in the sports world, they call it the, the, the Michael Jordan syndrome or or the Cobalt Mama mentality, right? And so right. these people are self-driven. When they have something on their mind, they focused on doing it. And so I would have to say that ten percent is all up here. Is all up here. And uh, when I think about something, I really want to do it. I'm gonna do it. That's just the bottom line. I'm really, I'm really stubborn. I talked about this on my Facebook page too. There's a, like, I think there's stubborn on the positive and stubborn on the negative, right? And so. I'm very stubborn when it comes to getting shit done. I'm excuse me for cussing your podcast. <laughs> I'm very driven when it comes to getting stuff done. And so, yeah, my daughter and uh, being intrinsically motivated is, is what pushes me. All right. And see, with that motivation, you know, we all have something that motivates us to do certain things in certain places. I eat myself. My motivation comes from my past. Mm -hmm. That's how I, I drive to do what I got to do, get it to the community and come to business. But you're doing, you out here doing writing. You out here, right? Like your writings are speaking life into people. Mm -hmm. you, you don't think they are. They are speaking life into people. What is your plans to take your writings and merge them with the community? Because in the community, uh, we, let's be honest, we have our music and we listen to what they're saying. We try to drive them into a certain way. So, for you, how does that, your writings influence you with the community, you know, being a black man at that? Right. Um, recognizing that I'm a black man. And so understanding that in my community, I didn't have a lawyer to look up to. I didn't have a doctor or a policeman. Police were crooked. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know any judges. I didn't know any 
executives of, of companies. I didn't know you know that from small time. We don't have any of them around. And so you're not. Right. And so being able to, you know, in, in my world, which is writing, being able to put out uh, energy that people can relate to through words is powerful. It's no different than people going to church, hearing the gospel, right? And so um, my words can be relatable to people. And I feel like, you know, with, with, with my platform, uh, which is small at this right now, but at some point in life, we have to realize what's important to us. And I feel like with me as a person, it's my job to service people. That's part of it, right? Procreate and service people. That's why we put on this earth. And so I wanted to do that to the community by putting out positive energy through words. And so that's kind of my goal. And, and I plan on continuing to do that in the future with some open mic things um, to kind of spread that energy. And also, Shatoria, just, I think a lot of, I heard David Banner say this in an interview. He said, I don't care what you think about me. Just think. Mm. And so, very powerful. Very simple statement, but very powerful. And so, I always see my, my place in life is to make people think. And I feel like my writings, though some may be deeper than others, there's always something that you can take and be like, man, like, that really hit home. And so... That's kind of my, my plan for the community, just to keep doing what I'm doing and do it and to continue to do it at a higher level at some point. Oh, speaking of, you know, doing things at a higher level and us, you know, we both are coming from small towns. And you're right. I, and, and like you said, I am thinking about it. We didn't have, I, I hate to say, we didn't have African Americans to look up to Mm-mm. at all. Now that I'm, nope. I'm here thinking about it, like, I, I don't remember judges and nothing back then. Like, I just, right, right, right. Business and there was no, no one speaking to us going, you can do this. And it was go to college. Basically. Um, or you can go work around the corner over here. That, you know, it was nothing ever driving. So with that, when we look at, we're young and you're saying, what are your dreams? What are your goals? What do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. Um, <laughs> About that, right? Yeah. have that. So with everything that has gone on, you know, in the world, we, you graduated now in 2013. We're now in 2020. We're talking about 17 years. Um, what are what are your right now, your dreams and goals for JB, your writing, your, your passion? Man. Well, you know, speaking on what you were just talking about, where it's not having many role models and stuff like that, <laughs> to be frank and to be honest with you, like this is me being authentic, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought growing up, like all my dreams was to be a, a dope dealer, right? Because that's what I was surrounded by. Mm-hmm. I'm just being blunt with you, like. All the role models I had was guys with money, women, cars, jewelry, right? Sad, but it's, that's just me being a product of my environment. So I really, up until I took my ass back, <laughs> I really thought I was going to be a drug dealer, right? Sad. You know what I'm saying? And that's sad, but honestly, that's in a lot of our black communities. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm glad I was able to flip the script, do my thing. But as far as me right now, my dreams and goals, simple, man. Well, in my mind, it's simple. I want to publish a couple of books, one being my, my, a writer's book for my poetry and one being a fictional story. So I'm a creator. So I, I've already started that. So I'm, I want to publish these two books um, and hopefully more after that. And also I'm, a, I'm an investor uh, at heart. I like to invest in things if they make sense to me, uh, give me a business plan. I maybe can back you up on it. Right. Um, I'm big into fitness. Um, I'm trying to get my uh, personal training certificate. So once I retire, it's going to be like a side hustle for me. Um, Real estate is something that I want to do. I already own some property. I got I got plans for that. I have plans for that. Um, buying and selling. I want to build. And uh, just to set my daughter up to carry on the last name, man. That's 
that's kind of where I'm at. I don't want to be the richest guy on the earth. I just want to be comfortable in life. You'll never hear me say I want to be a millionaire. Just, I just want to be comfortable. <laughs> I laugh because I have friends in every area that you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. So when you're ready, let me know. That's why we talking. A publisher. I have have a friend who is a actual fitness person. She owns her own gym. She mm-hmm. does full time. So definitely, I got, I got you. I got That's you. why we plugged in. I got you. You know, I feel like, and you know, I have this. I have this thing that I say that I have a table that I have been able to create. Mm-hmm. Sit at and eat at, and God has blessed me with food to feed other people. Oh, I like that. I don't expect people to stay at the table forever. I expect them to go out and create their own table for other people to eat. So as I eat, you eat, and right. you feeding other people to also eat. And I feel like when when we do that, because for me, I don't see anyone that's in business as an uh, event planner for 17 years, I don't see a competition. What I see is somebody that, hey, guess what? Let me plug into you. So if I need some, you got me and I got you. It's, it's not a competition. Right. We're all <laughs> trying to, mm-hmm. We're all trying to, you know, make a livelihood and those type of things. So again, like I said, with the dreams and goals, no, um, I didn't have a dream and goal. Like you said, I, 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 yeah. Yeah. Nah, I ain't have all those things. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no lie. I was like, I, I think for me, there was no such thing as dreaming goals. We, we as African Americans, we always push our people to do things like go play basketball, go be a, right. be a football player, and go you know do cheer and do all these things. It was never, hey, you can go be a doctor, or you can be the president, or you can do this, or you can do that. And I think that's why a lot of us got into a point in life where I'm just like, I'm here. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. I can what I can do, and why a lot of people don't have guidance to this day. Because there is no dream. There is no goal. My daughter just told me today, and I've already known it, but she said something. She was like, Mom, you know, I want to be a makeup artist when I grow up. And I refused to tell her, no, you can't do that because makeup right. artists are making coins. What you mean? Facts. She told yep. me today for graduation. She was like, Mommy, you can go. I'm going to need you to get you some mascara. Like, she was naming products. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, we're going to do this then. So I, I want to push her. And I said on one of my last podcasts, I, I want to give what I didn't have. What wasn't given to me, I want to give because I know I didn't have it and I needed it. So that mm-hmm. means no people need it. And if I can give it, I'm going to give it out. So, And yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, I'm the same way. Um, I try, I try to be one of the parents to say, well, I'm going to give my kid what I never had because um, I, I can't use that. Like, cause I didn't grow up on some austere situation. I grew up, I had a couple of joints here and there. My mama didn't struggle. She worked a couple of jobs up us out, but so I can't use that excuse. But so when your parents say it, it's like, don't go too far with that. Like, don't overdo it to where your children don't know what struggle is. Like my kid is six years old. I'll allow her to struggle sometime within reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not going to let her go without food and be like, well, that's what I had to do a couple nights. No, nah, not, not, not that extreme. But right. I think we have to be careful as parents and not go too far with it where a kid will never know what to do when faced with struggle. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, but that wasn't a slight you. That was just me thinking because I struggle with it. Like, you know, my, my, my daughter's mom is always on some, you know, maybe she maybe a little bit far right. And I'm like, hey, I'm the balance here. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, let's kind of scale back a little bit. But. Um, not to cut you off, but it just it's a good point you thought you, you made, and I just wanted to give you my thoughts about it because. Oh no, you good? Because I I'm with you on that. Because as I think about it, me and my husband we grew up very differently. Mm-hmm. I grew up struggling. 
Right. Um, right. Not just well, what I'm going to eat. And I, I literally in a, in one of the chapters of my books, I just added. I literally said by the time I got to the fourth grade in Greene County, because I wasn't originally born there. Um, mm-hmm. Ten years old, December first on a Tuesday, 1992. Crazy, I remember that. was my fifth elementary school in five years. Yikes! So <laughs> I done years from the time that I can remember to ten. What I'm going to eat, where I'm going to sleep, clean clothes, water, food, and so with my daughter and my son, that's not a thought process they've had. We right. have house for sure. My struggle for them is, nah, you ain't going to such and such. Them grades don't look right. You know, you can't do A, B, C, and D because right. I'm going to struggle the way I struggle on that end. How right, right, right. you going to know what it is to earn? I got a six-year-old daughter who has a job. Mm-hmm. I have a six-year-old who, by the way, she washes her clothes. Oh, and dang. And put them away. And we we close to learning how to wash dishes in real soon. Hey man, yeah, you, you ain't doing that wrong in my book. Because my thing about it is, what I don't want her to do as just like you said, when she get out to this world, baby girl, you still got to work and handle business, even if it's your own. You got to handle business. Um, mm-hmm. The surprise that I do get is she knows I work, and she always tells me that she said, "Ma, you put in that work." And my goal is to make sure she understands that much is given, much is required. And I'm going to put all that I can that and I I have this concept that when I leave this earth, I'm leaving this earth empty, that I will have no gift left of me. I'm going to pour out everything that I have to give to other people to help them push them. So um, and that's part of, you know, pushing out to the community, which actually goes into my other question for you, Mm -hmm. just with your writings. But what changes are you trying to do in the community? You know, I talked about investing earlier. Right. And so. Um, a lot of my thinking is about helping people, or mainly people within my community, right? Let me go back to some of the people that I grew up around, or, or people that I see trying to do something. Um, uh, and I also mentioned spreading that that different perspective, right? I, I want people to to challenge things. I want people to think outside the box. I want people to, well, such and such told me this. Well, how about you go check such and such background and make sure he's good on that? You know what I'm saying? Don't just be, don't just take words with people. And so where I grew up, there's a lot of that happening. People just go with what old boy said, go with what old girl said. Mm-hmm. My, I, what I want to push to the community is, look, it's okay to trust people, but verify. You know this better than anybody. The military, we always say that. Trust, but verify. <laughs> so what I, like I said, what I really want to push to the community is to think, man. That's just what I'm big on. Like people don't spend enough time thinking about the important things. Right. We spend too much time on social media, keeping up with gossip news, talking about celebrities, want to crack jokes. Bro, take life seriously. Right. Think a little bit. Yeah. And so I, I, I've been this way since I was a kid. My mama probably don't like me for it, but I've always been a person to challenge people. And so that's what I want to push to the community. I'm, I'm doing it for I'm not challenging you because I want to make you feel bad. I'm challenging you to get those juices flowing for you to think. And um, that's kind of that's kind of what I want to do is just continue to invest in people mentally and financially if I have to if if, if everything lining up in that in that area. But my main thing is to push positive energy to the community to show people that you can do it. I came from small town Putnam, and now I'm doing things for my stuff. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And so I really just want to spread positive thoughts and provoking things to people. That's really what I want to do. In the community, um, 
and everything else can follow. Like I said, that comes along with, if I see that you're mature enough, I may have an idea for you. I may have a plan for you. I may have some money to back you. But it, it all it all it all is gonna start up top. I'm big into that. Um I'm one of the you know, we talked about this a couple of times. I'm a green and so I'm a thinker. And so it's all about getting people to think. And for those listeners that don't know what man Shatori talking about, she chuckled because she knows what I'm talking about. There's there's this personality test where there's greens, there's blues, there's uh gold, and then there's orange. Greens being the thinkers, the, the Bill Gates of the world. You have the blues, believe it or not, Oprah's a blue. You know, you have the gold people that are real structured and, you know, all about this, on time, punctual. And then you have the the orange people, which are the wild people. They just like to have fun. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I'm the green where everything is serious. Everything is thoughts. Everything is strategic. And but and so it's kind of what I want to do for the community, man, is to push that different level of thinking out there that most people don't think about. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm. Uh, yes, I'm definitely a blue. And green. <laughs> very organized, very organized, and very on time. And then I am an orange, um, and my green is definitely last. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny because my blue is last. I'm, I think I was like green, gold, orange, and blue. But um, yeah, shout out to the listeners, man. If y'all want to take their test, it's very interesting. Um, it's very interesting. And I laugh because people who are like an orange, their gold is last. So mm-hmm. crazy how that flows, but it also helps you learn you and learn you. Around. Facts. I used it as a, uh, I used it for myself as a supervisor to figure out my airmen mm-hmm. and let them do the same thing because Facts. just like my kids, I hate to say it, my kids, I have, I ain't even had them take it, but I already know. Oh yeah. There's a blue. Yeah. She's a blue. She's right. straight up blue. Right. Um, but it, it, let me take it back. She edges on blue. And I say that because it's like she she can change her emotion, but that's because she's six. Right. But she's very stuck. And she likes to debate. So she may be on this high green, to be honest. And my son is definitely a green. He, he likes to debate, too. I'd be ready to punch both of <laughs> Hey, that's what, I, that's what we love to do, man. Love to have intellectual conversations. I'm, the, I'm very sensitive. I'm very sensitive to people and their feelings. And I'm always thinking about but what about the people first? You know, because I am that one. If a person is not 100%, they can't get the job done. So that's, and then, then you, the green, you be like, I just can't get the job done. Man, I don't care how you feel, man. Let's just get this. <laughs> but no, but no, but honestly, though. We in the, if we was in the same office, I can see now we're going to be some nah, man, you, you bring it. You, Look, be nice to him. Be having a hard day. He yeah. just cussed out. He'll be all right. Suck it up. <laughs> you in the military. I can see Yeah, this. man. <laughs> nah, that's uh that's real though. I mean, you know, I don't I don't take pride in being the green. I just I bring it up because it's relevant. You know what I'm saying? Um we are we need that balance though. We need and we, you're not you're not confined to one color. No, I don't I want the listeners to understand that you're not confined to just being a green, but green is your is my strongest personality, it's my strongest trait. And so, you know, I'm not to say I'm not emotional, which is what blues usually are. It's just I'm just way far left than I am right. And so um <laughs> but it's all good. Be looking for you for them, them virtual hugs and you be like, Yeah, I'm gonna Man, we cool. I don't like hugging actually. I mean like I, when people try to hug me, I was looking at them like, bro, you forcing me to do this. But the, the blue in me say, I know that they want this, so I'm going to give them that. So, you know, um, I'm a... Hey. We just going to high five. I'm not messing yeah. with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, you know, I... 
but again, I'm also me. So, I, and we also going through a pandemic. So stay your tail over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, so now with yeah. that though, so here's the thing. You know, we've we've grown in a community. Um, I am a city girl. Went to a country girl, and then back to the city. And you know, changes happen. The world is changing. 2020 has been crazy. And so, you know, you're trying to learn how to survive and you're trying to remember the things you did as a kid. Because you think about it, us growing up in the country, a lot of the things that we have now, we didn't have that. So we was able to survive all of that going on. Mm -hmm. Rail water, ain't no such thing as no internet. Like, no, nah, we didn't have internet. We didn't have cell phones. Now, I had mm -hmm. a pager. <laughs> so, I did too. <laughs> I had a pager, so, but we didn't have all these things. So as we've grown, we've learned about ourselves. We've learned about now at this stage, I mean, we are in the third, I'm not going to look at the door 40, but however, we're at that stage in life where we're like, I, right, this is where I'm at. So what have you learned about JB that have helped you grow up a little more, but you know, with the changes around you, it has made you, as I say, a grown man. There's, uh, there's actually two things. Uh, I, I'm still working on it, you know, I'm, I'm, but if, they are two things that I have learned. And those two things are one, I'm very impatient. Um, and, and that ties into my personality, right? Because wait, did you say impatient? I, I'm very impatient. Very impatient. Oh, and so I am learning patience. And oh. so, and again, that goes into my second point. The reason I say that because you know, I am a high functioning personality, right? That I'm just I'm one of those people that um, you, when you see me, you be like, "This dude just always on it. He really rarely falls off the wagon. He's how can you do all this? I get questions, bro. Are you able to maintain? Look, I don't know, man. I don't. I have no answer for you. I've been doing it my whole life, right? And so I can't tell you how I do it. I just do it because it needs to be done. That's my answer for everything. And so the two things I have learned is I, I'm, I'm I need to be patient because not everyone is going to function at my level. And I've had to see that over the past two years when dealing with people that are close to me, um, looking at them with the side, I like, man, what are you doing? Like, this is simple. Or, you know, like, <laughs> it, but again, my simple and old, bo old boy, simple old girl, simple may be totally different. I'm laughing the way I'm laughing because if only people can't see what I see when you said that simple. And that's why I'm laughing because, first of all, that is the green of you. Second of all, the way you said it, <laughs> like, so you didn't understand that? <laughs> Watch out, man. <sighs> but yeah, oh, man, you know. <laughs> Don't do me like that. that whole face, I know my face was bad, but that one right there, you was like, um, that's, that's dumb. And, I, and if you <sighs> said now, I can imagine you being somebody's supervisor and giving them a task and you were like, hey, that's simple. <sighs> but yeah. You don't like yeah, that those stuff, do you? Say what? You don't like to explain yourself more than one. I really don't. I, I, I struggle with it. Um, <laughs> again, I'm 35 years old, so I've been able to recognize the things that I, I suck at. Right? I've I've struggled with listening to people. I've struggled with uh, not being right. You know, I struggle with patience. I struggle with incompetence. So there are things that I just in my mind I don't have time for. But I'm at a point now where I'm able to see. Whoa, 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 man. Like, stop. And, and that's because I've seen people cry. Now, <laughs> I've tapped into my blue. Oh, my God, why is she crying? What is going on? 
They explained to me. Okay, that thought makes sense. It justifies your feelings. I'm I'm wrong. Got it. You're right. And so, but again, it has to make sense in my head to just like so feelings, feelings are just things that I struggle with. Shatoria, you laughing, but I'm about I'm about to tell you a secret. I, I probably told it's not a secret, I've told a couple of people this, but for years, up until probably my mid-20s, right? I forgot that human beings have feelings. I'm not going to lie to you. That's a grown man move, even though I'm still laughing. <laughs> That's a true grown man move because, again, your personality, I also take in personality and how we are raised. Oh, boy. So I grew up, again, I'm always been sensitive. I grew up to be hard. I always, Facts. I grew up to be hard and to deal with certain things. I grew up to be told you have to put a smile on your face no matter what. I grew up to understand I don't like confrontation. I grew up with the mentality. I had a mother who was very hardcore, but so was my grandmother. It was very punch throat, like suck it up, like handle your business. And you were like, wait, I didn't do nothing. Like, you know, so for me to be sensitive, still trying to figure out where that came from because <laughs> not that at all. It was, they, they were hard. Right. Didn't get it. But I was always taught you, you hide your feelings. Mm-hmm. One of those things you don't tell nobody how you feel, and I've learned in my life that doing that has caused me more damage than good. Here's the reason why I have a not a relationship that did what it was supposed to do because it would be let me give myself away first, then I tell him how I feel. And the thing about it was I didn't value I didn't value myself because no one taught me how to do that. So it takes sometimes for us to be adults to go, man, people got feelings. Right. Like people yep. really have feelings. And then it comes to the point where people really have to acknowledge one, acknowledge their own feelings. Mm-hmm. That's the start. And then right. they will acknowledge somebody else. And unfortunately, growing up like we grew up, we grew up in a small town. Didn't nobody have no feelings? No. If you, if you did, I mean, I'm going to call it what it was. I remember. Yep. You a punk? I don't know about soft. That. Yeah, yeah. And you could be a female or male, but guess what? Mm-hmm. Like, you got it. And it was like you ain't even gonna front. If you want part of the, the the crew, I don't. I don't remember you ever been in. You have you ever been inside Grand County High School? I'm pretty sure. Well, not the high school itself, the gym. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, not, not so the, yeah. we were like a common area. Now this common area was just a straight up square, just mm-hmm. square. But you knew who was who. By where they stood, you know, right. you with who by what block of the, the the area that they took. You know, you had your white claim side, you had your Union Point, you you had your Canaan, so you had your spots. And if you was literally that outsider, mm-hmm. you better find you a spot. And so that is what life is. Really, honestly, I hate to say it that way. That is literally that's that was our life. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. that was our life. You didn't have a, a place. So for you to say, I didn't realize human had feelings. That's a grown up statement because we grew up knowing, screw your feelings. Right, right, right. Like, if you got talked about, you got talked about. Guarantee you, they'll go on to the next person. And, and, and honestly, man, I, I, can't, I can't solely take credit for me just saying I switched and understood it. I married a blue, right? So shout out to Ebony. You know what I'm saying? 
she she's a blue right that was i had i had to deal with it on a daily basis and coming at me like i'm like but it's not i'm but i'm my mind thinking but it, that doesn't make sense it doesn't match the feelings it doesn't match the feelings it doesn't match the feelings no it's, it could be something small in my mind i'm like it's not adding up but she constantly reminded me you can't tell me how to feel yes right and so and i'm thinking like Okay, okay, look, I, I I didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it just took me, I failed at some things and it took me to see some tears here, tears there, you know, some frustration. And, and so I finally, it, it, it clicked like, bro, like, you got to relax. I understand that you're dealing with human beings with feelings. Not, you have them. Maybe you don't display them. Maybe you don't talk about them. They're suppressed. Whatever the, whatever the case may be. But now at 35, I'm way more tapped into my feelings now. Probably not like you are. But I'm able to recognize that, yo, however she may feel, those are her feelings. Let's talk about it. Or however he may feel, those are his feelings. Let's talk about it. And so, yeah, man, um, like you said, we grew up rough. We grew up where... We will have to come back with you because I definitely want to have that discussion with Okay. You. Okay. To be where because you know how we grew up and unfortunately a lot of black men, and it was just a question I saw not too long ago on social media, Black men showing love to their sons by hugging them. It was like, uh-uh, you don't do that. You, you know, that's not making them tough. And that, I need that to be a live conversation. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll have that. We'll, we'll just pause on that and we'll say that for the next time we want to talk about it. So I'm definitely willing to dive in it because I was that guy. And, and, I, and, I, and I overcompensate now because I tell my daughter all the time I love her. I never heard that growing up. Not to say my parents didn't. I just never heard it growing up. And that's fine. We're going to put that on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going we're to come back around here. We're going to hit 2021 with that one. Bet, bet, bet. We're going to leave that alone then. But let's go along with this question. And I know you laughed when we originally talked about it before, but what was the hardest decision you <sighs> had to make in your life? <laughs> we all had them. Oh, man, you know, honestly, I, I, it took me a while to figure this out. I mean, I'm, I went back, childhood. I'm a child. I was making decisions. Teenage years, I'm just wild. I'm just living careless. I don't have to make no decisions. Join the military, that wasn't tough. I had to leave the house. And so I, I, I couldn't come up with a, an exact thing, but I, I do remember there was a situation where it was very tough for me to do what I had to do. And that was to tell a person that cared about me, loved me, was in my best interest, helped me out, X, Y, and Z. This person wanted to move a little bit closer to my heart. And I knew I wasn't ready at the time. And I had to tell this person, no, I can't be that for you. And so honestly, that was the toughest thing for me because I knew how good of a person she was. She was a great, beautiful soul person. And um, I knew that 20 one 22-year-old Josh was not ready for that person. She deserved better. And so that was probably the toughest decision I had to make at that point in my life. And after that, every, you know, I haven't really had that. But that was definitely tough, Shatoria, to tell someone that is... Oh, man, moved at 21. Sure. That was one of the few I probably made. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know my circle. You, you Like I said, we've got that tinker background. Yeah, I so laugh. I, I know the circle. I'm part of the circle, and you part of the circle. Like, yeah, I like yeah. Did not seem to get it, but so, but that's real grown man moves. Like you say, yeah. Uh, uh, 
one big one at 21. We'll give you that. That was one. Yeah, that was about it. I give you credit for giving her that respect. Now, the rest of Facts. them, you know, pray about them. Hope you got that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I don't have no hard feelings with no one in my past. Trust me, I made it clear that we good. You know what I'm saying? I, I, cleared, teenage, I cleared it up a lot. Teenage days that we just need to kind of like, you know, it's okay. We, teenage days don't count. Yeah, we was just, we was zombies at that point. You know, we was just, uh, we just walking around with no brain, just living. Very <laughs> new life. You know, we yeah. were home and your friend we late we're away from this small town it, it's a big one yeah, man so yeah that was uh was until <laughs> <laughs> oh this is what it is but so what i definitely want to do is um with your writing and everything tell everybody what's like new for you what you got going on right now um to be frank man like this is new to me right now when i say this i mean <laughs> talking to people about talking to people about my feelings expressing my feelings through writing um coming out to people because i was i wasn't sheltered but I'm, I'm a natural introvert right and so based on my personality i don't i don't trust a lot of people i have deployment issues that are tied into how i act, interact with people now you know what i'm saying some right. some stuff that you know but this is new to me coming out uh dressing stuff and showing who i am to the world and so I want to continue to do this going forward because I'm comfortable with it. And I feel like I'm in a place where, yeah, I'm still going, I'm still learning, but I can say this is who I am and this is what I want to do for the world. And so all this stuff is very new to me, man. I've been writing since I was a kid. I remember the first writing, it was me, my brother, and my cousin. We, I said, Grandma, I want to do this whole, I want us to write four balls or six balls and give them to you. And so... Um, when I we finished, we all went in different places of the house. We didn't want to steal no ideas. We came back to grandma, gave her the, the paper. She was like, I'm sorry to tell y'all, but Josh has the, the best lines. Ah, you know what I'm saying? And so <laughs> I've been writing for a long time. Man, I'm sharing it with people that are close to me. Not everybody get to see this stuff. But to be able to open up on, on, a, on, a, on a forum like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, whatever, it's very new to me, man. I just want to continue to do what I'm doing right now. Um, yeah, that's what's really new. Being who I am right now. <laughs> well, I can't wait to show your work for everybody can read it, see it, hit you up, which reminds me as we get ready to close out. Mm-hmm. Where can they find JB? Uh, you know, Shatori, I, I feel bad admitting this, but um, <laughs> I really only have two social media platforms right now. Bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to get done. Give me some time. Um, Like I said, this is new to me, man. I I'm not a big fan of, so, of social media. I'm just not. And I know that sounds like an oxymoron for someone in my position that wants to push things out to the world because that's the world we all live in, right? right. But like I said, being a natural introvert, not wanting to take a lot of credit for things. I don't like the attention that social media brings, but I also understand that I need to do it. So if people want to find me right now, they can find me on Facebook at JB's Writers Page, or you can find me on Twitter. Meltdown 706. Shout out to the 706 area code, man. But yeah, Instagram and the rest of this stuff, soon to follow, man. I just need to get someone to manage this stuff for me because I I suck at promoting myself. That's why I need people like you to help me. Well, that's what friends are for. You know, we are here to teach each other. So we're going to work on Mm -hmm. We got to get you, you know, out there. And maybe, maybe I'm across my fingers. I can get you on my, um, when I do my lunch in April, get you on the platform to do what Falcon Earth. So. Oh yeah, so um, you know, this is this will be out there by the time, you know, this interview comes out. 
I want all the readers to go check out Pinocchio. It might be my first verbal audio poem to the world at some point. Uh, it's already on my to-do list and it's already okay. on my uh, page so everybody can just go and listen to it. And don't worry, tag, they it, they got it, they'll see it. We'll make sure that we'll tag your pages and everything else. But I appreciate you today, JB. Nah, man, I appreciate you, man, because you, right. know, you know I struggle with this stuff and I'm still a newbie. You know, okay, so. we're going to get you out. We got some more stuff for you to do. We ain't done with you yet, though. Oh, right, that's what I want to hear, man. I'm hey, look, I'm planning for the next phase of my life because I'm at year 17. And so, you know. Already. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to set it up. I'm about to get here real quick. Real fast. Real fast. But, nah, I definitely want to thank you for coming out. I do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Mm -hmm. um, your, your, first of all, sharing your time. Time is precious. Time is right. short. But, you know, sharing your heart and, you know, sharing your growth. That's, that's big. Not too many people are ready for that. So I, I look forward to the work that we got coming up ahead of us that we're going to be doing. And I look forward to what we can present to people. So Likewise. Likewise. And to everybody else, as always, I want to thank you guys for joining me today on I Am Shatoria. This is our last episode for 2020 and our last episode for season one. Season two will be back February the 2nd. However, you can catch a lot of things in between the time. January, we're going to fill you up with live shows, including JB. We will be back with JB. Um, we're going to do mm -hmm. some live shows and have some live conversations about some things. So definitely tune in. But again, February 2nd, we're coming back with new shows. We're talking about blended families. We're actually talking about military men and women and how we are working together and dealing with each other. But again, we got so much going on. Do not forget that. We have a lot, a lot on our website. You can always check me out on IG and Facebook at I Am Shatoria. We got Twitter, everything. And then our website, IamShatoria.com, where you can subscribe to receive more information about trips, events, upcoming shows, encouragements, and definitely inspiration. I believe we need to always walk in love, live fearlessly, and always have a whole lot of faith. As always, it is never goodbye, but it is talk to you later. You guys have a wonderful new year. We will see you in 2021. Thank you.